what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so all teams were back in action as the weekend began full slate of games as it's the first weekend of the season and we had some great action and i'm just going to go through some of the major highlights so i'm going to start out in boston where the red sox beat the orioles in improbable fashion thanks to a walk-off home run by adam duvall well, really, this was really thanks to an error by Orioles left fielder Ryan McKenna. So it's always unfortunate when when you're going to put a loss in one player. But this one was a pretty unique situation because it was an 8-7 to seven Orioles lead with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and a lazy fly ball to left field. It should have been the final out of the game. But McKenna just just dropped it you just he was camped under it and typically when you're camped under it you know that's that's a can of corn but he moves off to the side and tries to grab it with one hand and it just clanks off the heel of his glove and two pitches later Adam Duvall hits a walk-off home run it's it's really just like the worst case scenario for Ryan McKenna out there in left field because when something like that happens you know you drop a ball you're hoping okay you know the pitcher can pick you up get a strikeout or something or just get a ground ball and they could escape the game unscathed. But that's not what happened. The home run goes over McKenna's head in left field. It's literally the worst case scenario for him. The worst thing that the Orioles could have imagined, like, well, what are the chances this guy hits a home run? And he, two pitches later, he does hit a home run. It was Duvall's second home run of the game. Duvall came into that at bat a single shot of the cycle. He already had a home run, triple and double prior to that. Then he drives a 106.7 mile an hour rocket atop the green monster. And the Red Sox win nine to eight on that walk off. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I, that's actually two straight days where the Orioles had late errors. The first day they were able to survive and come out of it unscathed. On Saturday, they were, they were not. They ended up losing. But on opening day, Yoshida, same batter, hit what would have been a double play to end the game. Only for Orioles shortstop Jorge Mateo's throw to sail wildly. And they ended up, you know, they ended up making it a win on opening day. But on Saturday, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So the Orioles end up dropping that game. Nobody's more thankful for that than Chris Sale. So he was the clear storyline heading into Saturday's game as he's been plagued by injuries the past few years. And he was rocked. For seven hits, including three homers and seven runs over just three innings. This was not the comeback he had in mind after making just two starts last year due to three freak injuries. So Chris Sale is going to have to figure it out. Absolutely. Cause that's not what, <laughs> that's not what the Red Sox are hoping to get from him. If we jump out to LA. Trace Thompson went yard three times for the Dodgers in front of a sellout crowd in LA and the Dodgers beat the D-backs 10-1 on Saturday. And he didn't only hit three home runs. He had eight RBIs on the game. I mean, Trace Thompson, this is not his first stint with the Dodgers. He was with them a few years ago. And he came back to L.A. last summer as a midseason acquisition. And he rewarded them by hitting 13 homers and a 901 OPS in 74 games. Well, this year he's off to... A fast start again. He had a grand slam in the first inning 
and would end up hitting two more home runs, three homers for Trace Thompson. And yeah, that's, that's definitely going to keep you in the lineup. It's going to keep you up at the big league level. On the mound, it was Clayton Kershaw pitching for LA and he looked good. One run over six innings for the future Hall of Famer as LA cruised to a very, very easy win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. In other news, in other news, the Yankees are going to be trying Isaiah Kiner Falefa in center field. So IKF, as they call him, he lost his shortstop job to Anthony Volpe. So he's not going to be the shortstop for the Yankees, but the Yankees are going to put him out in center field on Sunday. So we'll see how that looks. Not really sure, you know, what the long-term status of that is. You know, that's just an experiment, but you got to try it at some point. If you're going to, if you want to give him a chance to make this team, got to put him somewhere. So center field, keeping him up the middle is their solution for now. You know, Judge was their center fielder on opening day. You know, Judge has been playing a lot of center field the last couple of years. But on Sunday, it's going to be Isaiah Connor Falefa in center field. And they're going to have Judge back in right field with Stanton as the DH. So that's going to be against the San Francisco Giants. But all in all, we had a very, very good day of baseball on Saturday. Unfortunately, the Mariners did place Robbie Ray on the 15-day injured list. He suffered a grade one strain to his left flexor. So they called up Southpaw Gabe Spire from AAA. So we saw Robbie Ray got tagged in his season debut, only lasted three and a third innings, allowing five runs. And now he's the plan is to shut him down for two weeks and then reevaluate after that period of daily treatment. You know, it's a rough timeline of four to six weeks until he returns to the mound. So that's that's tough. That is not the news that the Mariners is looking for right now. If we head out to Houston, this was a Astros victory over the White Sox. The one thing I just want to take away from this was that Joe Kelly was on the mound for the White Sox. When, when the tide turned, he was actually the losing pitcher in this game and the Astros fans were loving it. They, they, they do not like Joe Kelly after what happened in 2020 when he threw at Carlos Correa there and, uh, you know, had a little bit of a scuffle there. So when he came into the game, he was greeted with a smattering, not a smattering, a very loud booze as he, he came into the game and he ended up getting the loss. So Astros fans were really happy about that, but. Houston ended up winning that game. Jordan Alvarez led the way with three hits on the day. As I said before, it's going to be the Alvarez and Tucker show until Jose Altuve returns. That's what the Astros are going to lean on, those two big left-handed batters. And they're they're definitely going to have their work cut out for them. But they can do it. They can definitely do it. This team is, is going to be fine when Altuve returns in about two months' time. The Brewers are promoting Joey Weimer, one of their top prospects. He's an outfielder getting his first major league call. So he was a fourth round pick in 2020 out of the University of Cincinnati. Scouts praised his power and athleticism, but they had a lot of questions about his strikeouts and atypical swing mechanics. And his slash line in college wasn't overwhelming, but the Brewers rolled the dice on his physical upside and he's looked good. I mean, over the past couple of seasons, he hit 296 with a 959 OPS his first professional season, and that immediately positioned him as one of the best prospects in 
the Brewers system. And since then, he's just, he's climbed up the ladder. 2022, he spent bulk of the season with double A and he, and he looked all right. The thing is that he punched out 30% of the time. When he runs into the ball, he can hit it out, connect on 15 homers and stole 25 bases while getting caught just once. So he's one of the most interesting outfield prospects in baseball. He's near the back, back part of the top 100 prospect list, but he's up in Milwaukee now. So we'll see what he can do at the major league level. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're seeing out there in Milwaukee. There is still no agreement between the Pirates and Brian Reynolds due to an opt-out clause. He was looking for an opt-out after 2026. Um, yeah, so there was an eight-year, $106 million deal being discussed, but there was no opt-out. And obviously, Brian Reynolds doesn't want to be locked into the Pirates franchise without an exit. That's what's going on there. So, as of now, no deal is done between those two parties. But... Let's enjoy the rest of the games this weekend. We've got a full slate again on Sunday. Those are our updates for today. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.